hello, hello, my Her Brand Girlfriends. It's me, your host, Kenyatta Gordon, and I want to thank you guys for joining me for another edition of Her Brand, the Girl Talk edition, where we talk success and not mess. So you guys, today I am at one of Atlanta's um, social spots um, in Atlanta, and it's owned by um, actually one of the ladies from... um, 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 Real, House of Atl- Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, what is her name? Light skin. She was new to the show like last year or so. Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. So you guys, I know you hear my um, one of my girlfriends on um, talking in the background. Of course, you guys know every week we have a guest on our show, and this week I have one of my good girlfriends, Marla. It's spicy. It's really spicy. (laughs) I get introduced choking on my spice. On my my dip. Thank God this is girl talking. All over my clothes. Jesus Christ. But nice. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And actually, that's how you know when you have have a friendship or a connection. Because we have not seen each other since last January when I actually host. Okay, so you guys, I think I briefly kind of told you guys how her brand started, but not... Um, a few few um, episodes ago, but not fully. Herbrand actually initially started with brunches that I used to do, and I would do them once a quarter um, in Atlanta. And I would introduce; they were secret brunches, and I would privately invite like fifteen ladies, and we would meet up and have a round table, and we would do exactly like what we're doing um, right. on the on the um, right. podcast. Exactly. <laughs> and we talk success and not mess, and then we give you know just what what's going on. And give each other advice. Um, your sister actually came out with like, and well, she's uh, the reason I came. Right? Yes, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, you met her first. I met. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're actually twins, you guys. So I yeah, was I like, actually, we gotta have you, you two on you at should, the same you time. Have yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Oh no, now, that would be a show. <laughs> oh, yeah. My we talked about her, but her schedule is like so. Oh yeah. So it, oh yeah. She's a real. She's this big time Atlanta real. Yes, honey. Yes. Her schedule is so unpredictable. She's closing several deals right now, and so. I don't see her. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad to be thing. here. Yeah, yeah. I'm really glad to be here. I'm having fun. I'm so glad you're here. And we get to eat while we talk. So. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Today we are at the, um, it's called the agency, some other little French word behind it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> and it's actually located in um, Atlanta. I mean, yeah, in Atlanta, mm-hmm. of course, but at um, Phipps Plaza. In Buckhead, yeah. In Buckhead, Phipps Plaza, which is um, Atlanta's high end, not Linux, it's the but Atlanta's. district, yeah. Oh, yes. you mean Phipps, yeah, this yeah, is the Phipps. high end. Yeah, yeah. This is the high end um, mall. Yes. You want to come here from your Louis or, yeah. you know, all that, you oh, know. Your Dolce Gabbana, <laughs> yes. your Tom Ford. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the runway mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the food here, the, the ambiance here is so amazing. Um, our waiter is fabulous. Um, I'm on another order of this. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. You're sorry. Yeah. That chicken is huge. Okay, so you guys are going to have to look on the, um, we got to take a picture of that. Yes. On Instagram, because you know that's where we do all our visuals at, um, to see the food. This chicken is huge, honey. He said it's going to be big. He said it's going to be That's enough for you to take home and. No, I'm going to eat all this. <laughs> Shoot, you can still take that home and share it with. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm an empty nester now, so there's no one oh, to share it with. Oh, so yeah. Then that's lunch for tomorrow. <laughs> right. Um, 
they got spinach? Maybe I ordered me some spinach too. I ordered Brussels sprouts because I, you know, snacked before I oh came here or ate before I got here. Brussels sprouts with the spicy aioli. Oh, yeah. it is so good, y'all. Yeah. I'm trying it out. Okay, Marlon. Yes. So, you know, I start my show off um, with my motto. You know, being in branding, I always mm -hmm. want to make sure that we tell our story. And right. I, uh, my motto is branding is telling your story to the audience before the audience tells it for you. Therefore, it begins at inception, right? Yes. So I want you to tell our her, our girlfriends, um, your story, your journey. You know, this is a platform where okay. we talk success, not mess, but we also inspire our girlfriends, our listeners um, on the journey, mm -hmm. you know, just to let them know that everything is not all cookies and cream, mm -hmm. you know, from what they see, they only see the end results. So, um, tell, tell our girlfriends your journey, um, who you are and your journey well, and how you got to where you Okay. Got. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. I like this setup. I love this food. This is great. Good but I'm Marla. Um, my journey has been a really interesting journey. And, uh, and I'll share something that you probably don't know from last oh, year. Okay. It, it is not. It's done. It's done to sit back. But oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's just, some, it, it's about this journey. Okay. So, you know, of course, I was, um, you know, I've always worked like in corporate or I, I was either in higher education or in corporate or just, you know, working for private companies and, you know. So, but I was not always, I wasn't the type that just, like I have cousins and friends that are like I've been at this job for thirty years. Da oh da, da da da. No no no. no. Yeah, and even ten but years. You're a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. We can't sit still. You know, we're both Scorpios. That's how we. Let me tell you. Connected. We can't sit still anywhere. See, see, I, I used to think something was wrong, and then I had oh. I had a mama that was always saying, "You just sit there, and you're gonna get rid of that good Girl. job and this." So you know, I was working for a housing authority back in the day. This is probably back in two thousand and. Three, four, probably 2005, maybe uh -huh. 2006, and um, and I had the worst boss in the whole wide world. You said what? I had the worst boss uh -huh. in the whole wide world. Uh -huh. Like no kid, she was just an evil you know, person. Yeah, you can say that. And like, so I, I can say bitch. Yeah. Okay. She was <laughs> a bitch. I didn't know. <laughs> she I was a, she was a bitch. Mm -hmm. So one day it was just like. You know, I believe in source guiding and directing us. And I was super religious back then. Mm -hmm. And I was like, God, I had the faith the size of a mustard seed back then. Ooh. Oh, my God. I thought it was just me because I was like, back then I had, so and I didn't even understand the laws of the universe and how source works and all that then. I was a Christian. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm a Christian, whatever. You know, I was in church. I was a minister, all that. But I had the faith the size of a mustard seed. And I had three children. I had an eight-year-old. She was probably about 10 or 11 then, and I had twin boys. They weren't any more than two or three. Girl, I was tired of her, and, and I wasn't thinking about what I was going to do, and I was always training my, I worked for Housing Authority, I was over a federally funded program that helped make them homeowners. So I was teaching them never ever quit a job without having another. You just don't do that. So I helped them get their credit together, work Something on it. you didn't really believe in. I did believe you in. You believe, okay. At that time, but when it came down to me, I was like, mm-mm. I wrote a two-week notice. She came back the next day and said, you know what? We appreciate your two-week notice. You can go now. Ooh. Oh, that's a real use. I didn't want to cry. Use. I don't think I felt like crying. I was like, okay, 
that bitch is really trying to mess up my money. But that's good. I was ready to go. It felt like the biggest burden was lifted off my shoulders. Like, it's like the world, like, the, the sun came out. <laughs> it felt like, now, I had three kids. I was a homeowner, didn't know what I was going to do. But I literally did not care. I wasn't worried. I literally got off that job one day. I started putting together a plan to be a consultant. I had just gotten my master's, my first master's in HR. So I knew I didn't have any generalist experience in HR, <laughs> but I got a master's in HR. So it was hard getting a job. So, but I'm a trainer. I'm good at training. I'm good okay. at before, mm-hmm. speaking in front of audiences. And that, you know, I, I'll tell you, I'm, let me speak my story up because I got a lot. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to create. And I was creating curriculums, creating programs. And I went to this agency, said, let me do this for you. This agency worked with high schools. I said, let me go into the schools and teach these children um, basic life skills. Teach them basically. I had this whole curriculum. Got a little, my first little gig. So then I started going around to the factories, say, let, why don't you outsource your training to me? So they have an HR do it. You know, I didn't get a lot of clients. But anyway, while all that was going on, a guy that I went to church with, I grew up with, he was a Sunday school superintendent for years. This was right after Hurricane Katrina. So it was 2005. Yeah, 2005. Mm-hmm. He said, he called me out the blue. Because I always was saying, if you all have any jobs, please let me know, Mr. McKinney, let me know. He called me out the blue and said, Marlon, we have a federal grant, this, that, and the third. I don't know why I'm calling you. But I've already hired somebody for this position, but I thought about you. He literally, on a Friday, called me, called the woman back, and said the job was not available anymore. Hired me. I started, I felt bad, but this was God setting me up. But I started work on, (laughs) I know, I, I started work on Monday, making the most money I ever made in my life. It was a six month job, it turned into two years. So from that, I was I went into, but I liked the job because it, I was a contractor and I literally worked for myself and I set hours and I was training people, you know. So I, I left there and went to higher education. I had been in higher education prior, but I went back into higher education. I was assistant vice president at Lane College. And after that, I was just like, this is not for me. One day I was on Facebook. This is around 2009, 10. And one of my Facebook friends in New York made this cake with fondant. You know, this is when cupcakes were really big and uh, 3D yeah, cakes were really big. Out, yeah. And I saw her little fondant cake. I was like, I can do that. I was on unemployment because they didn't renew my contract. And I was like, that's cool. But we, I was family friends with the president. But So he made sure I had unemployment. So I started my second master's degree at that time. And at the time, I was like, living off unemployment, trying to pay a mortgage and support three kids by myself and a car note. I don't know how I did it, but at one time I took my entire unemployment check, went to Hobby Lobby, and just bought up cake supplies, funded, cake pans, all kind of stuff. The Scorpion, you came out. Once we I set just, our mind on our sights on something, baby, just like, we just like, what? okay, we figured it out. We get, we're going to figure it out. We're going to get it out. We're going to perfect it. I'm, real, I'm not, let me be careful what I'm saying here. I'm meant to do my own thing. And so, long story short, I started baking. People were liking my stuff. And somebody said, you should really do cupcakes. I was like, I don't want to do no cupcakes. But I started doing cupcakes. I started going around my city, baking cupcakes, and taking them to the attorney offices, doctor offices, businesses, and just, here, here's my sample, here's my card. Building a customer base. And a year later, I opened up a storefront. I was the only employee. I loved it. It was just the most freeing thing ever. That was my first. I'd already done multi-level marketing before and had I'd had a little shoot, shoot, 
a business. I was selling shoes and all that. So did I. Yeah, I was doing all that. Yeah. But this, the, having a storefront solidify some stuff for me, I knew this is what I'm supposed to be. I can't stay at the job any more than two, three years. I can't imagine giving somebody that kind of time. That's a long time. That's a long time. And my mom was like, you're not going to get a job with your resume, turning over a job. I said, mom, this is a new day and time. People are not looking for a, a person. First off, I'm getting older. And ageism will start to play anyway, and that's what's that's what's going on with me now. Mm-hmm. So long story, that was my first business. I opened up a cake, a cupcake and designer cake shop. I kept it about two years, and then I was like, I gotta go back to work because I got these kids. I was the only employee, and it was like going to a job. And if I didn't have the children, I probably would have stuck it out. But then a major chain cupcake we came to the city, and I was downtown. They were out in the new area where the foot traffic was, and it was really hard. About, yeah. So I didn't have as much foot traffic, and I couldn't compete. And I just went back to work. I went to work as a marketing coordinator for a major hair care company, Softy Products. Mm-hmm. It's based out of Memphis. Well, Somerville was outside of Memphis, and so I went. I was their token. They had a whole marketing with no black people. It's okay to be the token. It's a black hair care company owned by non-black, none people of color. So I, they needed somebody who understood natural hair. And I had just recently started my hair care journey, natural hair care, care journey in 2007. So I was natural. Somebody said, hey. Oh, somebody, they came and said, hey, they're looking for a job. And it kind of landed in my lap. So anyway, I went to work for them. I wasn't there. I ended up moving to Atlanta. And um, I moved back to Atlanta. And I've been in Atlanta ever since then. I was, I've been doing contract work on my own, concierge contract work. And... I ended up just going back to work last September because I realized as entrepreneurs, it's okay to do what you have to do in your we journey. About that earlier. And I ended up having a wreck last April. Total my source, my transportation. Lost. I ended up having to move in with my sister. I had two sons. They were seniors in high school. And so when I tell you the journey is not for the faint at heart, I lost everything. Everything. I'm 48 years old. Maybe twenty. Maybe 2019. Because 2019 was the worst year of my life. And I've gone my life. I've lost jobs before. There was nothing like this. I mean, when I tell you, I lost everything, from the car, from the job, from I, I, I was able to maintain my home, but I was like, I can't, I, I can't keep doing this. My sister's like, just come live with us. I was like, nah. I've never lived with anybody. Even as a single mom, I was, I was that boss. Mm-hmm. I didn't need anybody else. But at this time, I was tired. So I moved in with her. And I was tired. And so I lost my place. I lost my car. I lost my clients. And I suffered with depression. And nobody knew it. When you met me, I was going, I was in the brink of it when you met me. You oh. had no clue. Girl, see, I haven't even told you half of what I went. You only know just like ah. this. I told you the, 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 the the baking yeah i haven't even told you all the ingredients, ingredients that, that go along with it yeah so i and i'm not gonna say i believe people have to go through things i don't believe you have to go through things to be successful but i do believe you, you they're gonna you, to learn. you're not gonna always be at a peak it's life you're mm-hmm. never always going to be at a peak you're gonna have some balance See, i always say when you're going through things in life um it's not to hurt you yes it's to 
for you to find the positive. You always find the positive in every situation. You find the okay, lesson. For one, the, and the lesson. That's mm-hmm. what I was getting at. You find the positive in every situation and mm-hmm. find a lesson. But if you continue to um, ponder on the negative effects mm-hmm. of what you're going through, then that'll cause you to constantly keep you in depression ding, ding, ding. and keep you down. And but I if know. you try and find that that one there's I guarantee there's one positive aspect of what you went through and then just keep thinking about that it's going to pull you out of that and you keep moving forward well let me you tell you something well I, I agree and see and I skipped a whole lot in between me and my, I have an identical twin sister we were speakers we taught this I lived this we know how to manifest but it was something about last year I couldn't for myself but I had enough deep down in me to know how to so I say that to say I probably could have come up out of it longer but my faith was shattered it was, and, and, and I think a lot of us will go through something like that, but I'm telling you, then all of a sudden, life changed. Because I just said, I'm just going to push through this. My kids were, had already graduated, we just had to get them off to college. So while I was waiting on them to go off to college, and I'm going through depression, I was really depressed. Not like just, it didn't turn from situational to like where I probably needed to be medicated, but I wasn't, because I knew how to bring myself up out of that. I knew it. What happened was, out of the blue, I started I started scripting. I made $20,000 a month. I made $20,000 a month. I started scripting where I wanted to be. I was still believing, but I just needed, I, I don't know. We got a call to be on Ellen. We got a call to apply for Ellen's DeGeneres' Game of Games talk uh, show. Long story short, within two months, we were flying to LA we competed and I can tell you now because the show aired three weeks ago and we won you are you for, on it you didn't see it I missed that one yeah how did you miss it I put it all on Instagram and Facebook because I be I'm posting so you know you could be four thousand a hundred thousand dollars on that show uh, and she did a twin show oh my god and so if you won your game you flew back out the next week and we did and ultimately we beat out everybody and we won the show okay I gotta go find this <laughs> You yes, go to the see, NBC you, app. No, you're going you to see, see. You show it to me before we leave. I will. <laughs> so that really was the beginning. Then I was always saying, I say source, universe, God, whatever. I need you to do it like I'm always telling the people. Uh-huh. Drop a job in my lap. Because most jobs are about who you know. And when you know it, my friend had texted me. And I didn't. I knew she texted me, but I, must, I was preoccupied. This was during the whole flying to L.A. a lot, getting my kids ready. I didn't look at the text until four days later. I actually looked at the text on the day that this job she her that she knew about was closing. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Oh my God!" I got I put I submitted my resume and then literally I ended up having to own the phone interview the next day. They scheduled me and, I, and so I say that to say that everything is truly temporary. So now what am I doing now? I'm. I'm back to my passion, and people understand passions can change. You don't always have to stay in what your passions because your passions can change. So, I'm in the process now of I'm launching my. I don't. It's not the first black-owned or woman-owned baking line, but it is the first cake mix line owned by a black woman that's competing head up with Duncan Hines, Pillsbury, and Betty Crocker, and. I'm blessed to have, a, to have contacts. Um, it will be in Walmart. It will be in Kroger. I'm speaking a lot of it, but I have a, I have an open to these retailers, and I'm really this. So it's just like my goal is not to play small. 
You can't get independently wealthy pushing cupcakes from a cup, cup, oh my cupcake God, I'm trying to play with the big league, and I'm Girl. going to do it. So look for Mary Alice on the. It's a new twist. The name is after my the matrix of my family. She was actually my great great aunt. Mm-hmm. My great grandmother. I come from a line of bakers and cooks. My great grandmother owned a restaurant. Her mother, um, no, my great grandmother's. My great grandmother. And her brother, mm-hmm. her brother is my great great uncle because it's my grandmother's great uncle. Okay. My great grandmother's brother. <laughs> so it was my great, my grandma. Girl, it's anyway, in your family. <laughs> the line. Everybody had died, but my uncle Jack and my Amarels were the last two left. They died like right at 100, both of them. Amarels oh, wow. was a baker known for baking everybody at church. So her chocolate cake recipe was what I used in my bakery. And I just wanted to pay homage, homage to my my great aunt Mary Alice. Uh, we call her Aunt Mary. So the name of the line is Mary Alice. So it's an old school feel, but it's a new school mm-hmm. thing. So look for me. That's that's where I am now. I, my, I'm tired of playing small. Girl. I'm tired of saying every year it's my year. 2019 was not my year, honey, but it, it was my year because it taught me it so taught much you. about myself. Because you're Scorpio. We have these witty ideas that come and we can think from the beginning to the end and we can start. But I had to admit that I have a problem following through. Following through, yes. I get bored really easy. Yes. So I told myself I'm not and doing that. And that's our setback because we can be very, Scorpios are very creative. Yes, very, and we're leaders. Entre, exactly, I was about to say, entrepreneurs, leaders, like we set trends, but we have yes. to learn how to hone in and really like follow through with it. Not just, okay, I have a new idea, so you jump for another, another idea. Another oh, I've been idea, doing you know? I've been doing that. Yes. I have mm-hmm. so many ideas. I should be a millionaire by now. That's me. It's my fault that I'm not. Even with like with, with marketing, but like when I was in college and school, it, it I just, I would get bored. And that's it. I would but get bored. But it's different this time with, around. So when I started my marketing um, uh-huh. business, that's when I was like, I am sticking this out. This is my passion. I yes. am great at it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, because I would open up all these different um, serial entrepreneurs, open up all these businesses, da da da. And then I was like, okay, I need to create legacy, you know, mm. and I can't create legacy by jumping around here and there, you know, Speak for new ideas. So that's when I was like, you know what, let me find what is it that I, why do I keep jumping around, but find what is it that I like in all these businesses that I've designed. And that was creating. The brand is what I liked about mm-hmm. it, you mm-hmm. know, and the delivery of it, the passion. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, girl, I thought you're not the only one, okay? <laughs> Literally, I'm not committed. I'm committed to the idea of making it happen, but I don't think people understand all it takes to run a business, to oh start a business. People think it's just glory, and it's not. It's so many steps. It's Here's the thing. It's not just about, I have an idea, I want to start a business, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be a millionaire. Nowadays, you have to understand, you have to be a brand. Mm -hmm. Because everybody, you don't have, no one has anything original. I don't care how original you think you are, or -hmm. what you thought of, I thought this. A lot of, you might think of something that nobody, that's not on the market, that no one is using, but I promise you, you're just the first person to create it, to do it. And so my whole thing is, I'm a brand, you know, I, 
I, I talk about businesses. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a businesswoman, but I'm also I'm technically a brand. I'm a social media influencer. I call myself that. I'm not as influencing as a lot of other people, but I'll be but, there. But it, it's, it goes back to uh, okay. I always say that um, nowadays, you know, you had Home Depot, and yes. you never knew who was behind Home Depot. Right. But the way it is nowadays, that people want to know who's behind it. That's it. But not only that, that's though, it. Branding is not just a big name company. Okay, Home Depot, that's the brand. No, the brand is the employees within there because oh. it's the direct contact and that direct contact is what keeps the clients coming there. What so therefore, that? you have to create your personal brand you know, and, and, and it's not, you know, people say you have to be careful because you got customers. With the age of social media and with everything and we share everything, it doesn't matter what you can do, be who you want, how you want. They want you to be transparent. And, and, they want and, you to know, be I, human. I'm a, I'm a podcaster too. Mm-hmm. I've done radio for years. In between everything else, radio is, radio is what I know I was brought to this earth, TV, radio to do. And I people think that, that sounds yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, I that's know true. people like, you shouldn't want fame. I know that I was put here to have fame. The reason why I'm not, because I want money with it too. I want wealth and uh, fame. People, I, I don't make no apologies about wanting yeah, to be wealthy. <laughs> like, I don't want to be just uh, a, a thousandaire. I want to be, to be wealthy. A lot of people think that's like, you know, I don't make no apologies. I'm going to be famous and I'm going to be filthy rich. Mm-hmm. Pure. You can't help nobody, bro, girl. I have lots of things I have to do for my family I want to do. I'm not that mama or that person that believes your children need to work hard to learn a lesson. No, if I got money, my kids got it, grown or whatever. So when I get it, whatever they want to desire, I'm going to set them up to be able to do what they want to do. Listen, if you had all the money, resources, money was not an issue, you would be free to do and come and start as many ideas as you wanted to, couldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I don't want my daughter to be in a position where she got to go in debt starting her business i don't think people mean that though they mean it that way because like okay so like my son you know he's in videography Mm -hmm. and i support him full like yeah all the way anyone Mm -hmm. who knows me knows when my kids i'm always like interested you say you want to do something right so let me put you in that arena so you can get a feel for it Mm -hmm. but when he wanted to get his camera Mm -hmm. i was like okay Usually, I'll, okay, I'm going to get it for you this day. You know, like when my daughter wanted to sew, I want to get her sewing machine. Yeah. But now you want to get your camera and you want to, you're going to school for this. What I need you to do is I need for you to buy that camera. Uh-huh. And he went on QVC and bought because then you appreciate it more and you want just like we normally do. I hear you. To say, oh, no, you know. So I, I, I hear you. I've, I've gotten him to where he had um, internships with known um, yeah. photographers and videographers. Like, I put him in those arenas. You set him up. Exactly. I set him up. But there's still a point where you have to be like, okay, you, you got to show me, uh, show yourself how much you really want it. You, everything can't I, just I agree. be given to now, you. Now, okay, so let me clarify because I agree with you have to want it enough to where you're willing to work. And you got to move. You got to mm-hmm. put something you gotta move you have to do stuff but what i was saying is i want to be in the position for instance all my children are grown now but had they let's say they were still in the house and i'm just a regular chick working a regular job their dad working a regular job and we go we need to get them a car at 16 because they need their own vehicle kids do that i mean i get what you're saying if i'm filthy rich and i'm driving a nice car and that's my children's lifestyle like people think is wrong. You're not going to go get them a 1992 Honda. I'm going to get them a nice car. I'm going to get them the same kind of car I get myself. Right. So I just want to make life easy for the people around me that I love. I have this heart because I'm a single mom. I want to set, 
I know there are a lot of women who have children who, if they didn't have, if they had two incomes, they could start their business. But they don't. But so I want to be that second income, meaning I want to set up women who, if it wasn't for the responsibility of raising children on their own and the sacrifice that goes into that, you cannot do anything else. I want to give them funding to do what they want to do, to, to start that business, to get that home. I really... Girl, we're going to get there because that's a passion of mine. That, that's why I get back. I, I want I, no, And so I think to, just to want money to want money is wrong. Now that's selfish. I think you need to want to better right. your life first, your family's life, and the world around you. You can't change the world, but a you can selfish change... selfish want for money is better than the selfish want for money. That's what... Exactly. Now, now don't get me wrong now. Shh. That's the stuff I want. I no, want a lifestyle. You're selfless because you're like, I still want to give back, but I still like nice and stuff. I, it's and it's not cliche nice for stuff. me. I literally see, I just, there's so much, so many people that I love and know, and so many things I see and causes from people I know that own them that, like, God, if they just had the money, or if they knew how to manifest like I know how to manifest now, like I can do it now and it works, <laughs> because going through what I went through last year has, has, has increased my mojo my muscle that manifestation muscle my faith you know like i could the other other week i did this challenge with this church i don't do i don't go to church but one of my friends is the pastor mm -hmm. i matter of fact i interview him on my podcast oh really jamal bryant over oh here. okay yeah, so yeah. his church was doing this affirmation thing saying um i am a blessing i expect blessings yes. i witness blessings i um express blessings and, and I experience I manifest blessings mm -hmm. and I experience so I started doing that but what I was also doing I was listening to a lady who's a conjurer she said I was just I was kind of venting which I should not have been because what you focus on expands but I was just telling her a little bit of my story she said Marla what I want you to do is this she said take 10 deep breaths and that takes a long time to do 10 deep breaths and she said I need you to say money come to me with no with harm to none so mote it be I did that Yeah, it to me. Three or four days. I literally manifested a thousand dollar check that I was not expecting. Really? Yeah, it's just stuff like that. And then Then I literally, you know, was like when we went on the Ellen show, I was like, they're gonna call us back. They're gonna on the game show. I was like, the show we're going on the show. Because we didn't win a hundred thousand, we only won the forty thousand. But sure enough Only? I know, right. Only? Right. So right. So then the day after our show aired, literally the Ellen show called me. No lie. And it was, was called a, um, well, let me just be quiet on that because, well, it didn't, it happened, it, I, it hasn't happened yet. They wanted me to come back on the show by myself to com really, uh, they called it a, um, they called it a, uh, it was a chance to make up pretty much for not winning the whole hundred. We, we actually uh, competed for 200000 because it was a twin show, so that she was going to get her own hundred thousand. Oh. So, but anyway, I, I know. See, here's where my faith comes in. Just because they they were supposed to call me back, they, they did call me back, and there were some questions I needed to answer. And I think my answers made them think like, oh, well, she'll need to come back and compete for normal money. But I said, mm -mm, nope, nope, I'm not going to speak that because I know that I'm going back on the show. So I've got to the point where I don't even concern myself with the details. I don't concern myself with the when, how. I just know. I detach from what I want. Okay, so I, th I was thinking about what you were saying earlier because mm -hmm. it goes back to what, what you're getting at. When you said when you were younger, you had a faith in must-see. And I used to be, I was that Girl. one person. I was recently thinking to myself, how did I have so much 
faith back then and now as you get older I didn't have that faith like <clears throat> I was at one where I had so much faith someone was like how, how come you always and I'm like because God is my father right. God owns this world right. everything in this world you is mine I'm his child what are you right. talking about you know and then, you just as I had it did he? yeah <laughs> and I always thought about it as, so my dad right yeah you know, I'm from New Orleans, and they had Lionel's Play World. I'm not sure if they had it. Uh-uh, I never here heard of that. Lionel's Play World. It was like Toys R Us. You really? know, okay. Yeah. And so my dad's name was Lionel. My dad owned um, a big printing company in New oh, Orleans. Oh, so your jeans then? And, yeah. He owned a big printing company in New Orleans. He did a lot of stuff for the city and for the colleges and everything else, right? So he made me believe, when I was a kid, I really thought he owned Lionel's Play World. Oh. And we was in there so much <laughs> that I thought that my daddy. So I went to school and I was like, my daddy owns like those playboy. They was like, playing. no, he don't. Stop I did. Playing. That's how much he had me. Are you serious? Yes. And I always got whatever the heck I wanted because I'm an only child for one. I always Girl. got whatever the hell I wanted, right? And so then I, um, so I guess that's just how I took life. Yeah. Is that you know? Shoot, I was always yeah. taught that you know. You're a child of God. You get whatever you want. You right. Know, that's right. Here. And so that's how I thought. But then as you get older, life happens. Life starts happening. Life happens. Like, what the heck? You start adulting. Yeah. Right. You start adulting. And then I just, I think maybe all that just kind of like, which, I don't know. I guess maybe that's how we begin to lose that, that little faith or whatever. Right. You know? Yeah. I, what you, I, 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 it's all of you, you. And see. Because I've changed, you know, my whole thing is I think we put God in the box in religion and we see God as right. some outward entity. When I change my mind to understanding that God is within, and I know people cringe when I say we are God's, I don't mean we are God. What I'm saying is we have his likeness. And I say he just because it's, I don't believe God is a he, she, or whatever. I believe it's a source, it's an energy, it's a being, it's, it's a life. Force, you know, it created us. But my thing is, when I took on that belief, then I had to take on the ownership for my life. I had to take on the ownership for how things went in my life. And so that brought on a whole new challenge to my faith because I used to believe there was this guy in the sky controlling everything. Yeah. Because with that belief, then you had to understand that he allows the bad stuff to happen. I don't think a loving God would do that. And so it changed. That's what we were taught, though. That's what we were taught. Yeah. But when I changed my paradigm of what it means to be divine and what it means to have God and know God, then it challenged me to short my belief in my ability. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to be honest. I have not been consistent. I haven't been and I think it was really more pure, pure when I believed that there was a source that <laughs> created everything. I'm like, let me go back to the believing like that because it was easier when I took the, but then I used to get upset and question, well, why is this bad stuff happening to me if this happened? But now that I have an understanding that you may experience negative, negative things, bad times, hardships, you're going to experience that. But that's a part of life in this yeah, particular realm. But I know how to handle it differently now. Last year it took me down a through, through, a through, around, back. Well, sister, there's a lot of stuff that people don't know that I went through last year. <sighs> Except, you know, those who like literally like taught me like almost every day. Yeah. And then when I when they finally knew, like some people, when they finally found out what I was going uh -huh. through, then they call me on a regular. I, was going through kind of like what you were going through. I was going, I was going through what you went through. <laughs> right, girl. You know, so you were not the only one. As well as like 2019 was yeah, horror year. I would never forget 2019 ever in my never. life. Like I'll never forget it. Ever. ever in my life. Ever. 
never. <laughs> but thank God for rebound. Like every the rebound is glorious. Like mm. things are really, really, really good. My children are off at school, healthy. They're you know going through school, doing you know college, teenage college things. Stuff. Yeah. You know my daughter. My daughter. Uh, she's she's twenty six. She's you know she's a very successful school teacher. Um, and she's also starting her own little line. Mm-hmm. And and it's just watching her be that little entrepreneur. Got she has my little Aww. spirit, and it's just you know life is good. And then with this whole cake mix line, that's so major. I'm so excited I'm about so that. I'm so excited about like, that. Like nobody, you're you're the first person I've ever talked openly. I mean, of course, my friends and everybody. Well, now the whole uh, the whole her because I'm about I'm about to launch it. <laughs> And we're, and we're doing we're going to do a crowdsourcing for the company so i'm about to launch it so i'm i'm, I'm willing to talk about it now i've never told anybody the name because y'all are the first to hear the name here we're going to tip him so he can because he's going to pay for those candles he just broke right up. look <laughs> it's coming out of his check yeah right but now nah, everything's good I, I i want people just to go for it go for it go like you hear pep talks all the time, like sisters, brothers too, but sisters, go for it. Mm-hmm. You just, I know people say, don't worry about having a plan, just do it. That's true, but you gotta have, you, you gotta, gotta have, have a plan. you gotta, you now gotta that have I can't stuff. co-sign with it. I'm not gonna co-sign yeah. just jumping out there without That's why you I'll... taking your time mm-hmm. to write it, stuff down, to to structure it correctly, to do your research, know you. I started the business before without a business plan. And it was it was mildly successful for a very short time. I will never in life, and I didn't this time, start without a plan. Mm-hmm. Start without doing branding and marketing and taking your time to because I'm taking on a major fee. This is not I'm just not opening up a store where you come in. I'm I'm creating a huge household brand name that people will know like they know Duncan Hines. Mm-hmm. And you know we are the largest consumer base in this country. We spend trillions of dollars and here's the thing about that people really believe that um, the minority group of people in a country can spend trillions of dollars and they're literally the minority I just think we believe what people talk I don't think that we're actually the minority in this country. there's no way we have that do you think and and we and we don't make as much and we're we are our earning our, our average what median income or whatever per family per individual as black people is lower than theirs do you think it's we're the biggest biggest consumers because we all put in five dollars here and here here and we give these retailers no i think it's because we are not the minority like people think we are we spend our money because we make our money and because of that it's time for us to tap into our own dollar i know without a doubt that black people are going to rally behind a black woman who is giving duncan Hines, betty crocker and pillsbury it's daunting but i'm not worried i know that they're going to get behind this brand and so it takes time to plan it to research it researching colors on my box researching how I wanted to look, I researching strategies, mm-hmm. all of that. The audience can tell you because I always say, my um, before you brand, you must plan. You gotta and plan. And that's sis. what we mess up with um, a lot of times. I see because I've worked with a lot of um, small businesses, mm-hmm. and they've been in business for three years or so, and they're doing great. But then, or then, or they they begin to fall because they're not planning. And I say it's easier for you to design a plan or a strategy mm-hmm. at the beginning yes. instead of going from A 
to G, and then right. you gotta all of a sudden, oops, back, back now up. you gotta go to B all the way back. Yeah, you gotta go back to, to E or B or A. And if you would have planned that in the beginning, that jump backwards that you could have done, it could have been a jump forward. You know, because My goodness, yeah. you gotta and take steps it. to get higher and higher and higher. You don't wanna go, you wanna go up, you don't wanna go down. And here's the thing, you gotta be able to see your end. Mm-hmm. When you're starting, so you know how to plan. You gotta, you just gotta, you gotta research that thing out. Know your, mm-hmm. I like know you who I'm targeting. Glad you said the colors of your boxes and everything else. Like, you it, look, I'm selling a food product. There. I'm selling a food product. You gotta know when people are walking down the grocery aisle. What color stimulates what emotion? What mm-hmm. color? What when they I see it? What a, stimulates um, them to want to buy that as opposed to buying that? I have that? to send you my on my blog. I have a blog on that, the um, psychology of colors, yes. the marketing. Yeah, yeah. And send I it talk to about me. all those because colors is, matter. Yeah. yeah, it matters. And that's actually and then that's you, what the name of the blog is. Colors oh, really? matters. Yeah. And then you got to be careful you're not infringing on somebody else's copyright. Mm-hmm. Your design can't look too close like the other person's because they're gonna say you, you know. You, it's a lot to we consider. We talked about that the the episode before this one. Oh really? Yeah, I um as attorney attorney Alakisha on there oh. and she's in sports entertainment and we talked about trademarking and is that, that, is that who I met at, at the luncheon last year no okay that was Dana Thomas that's right yeah this is um, Alakisha yeah and, and so and not like right now before I you know launch I now am in the position where the stage I'm right now mm-hmm. I'm looking for attorney an attorney a trademark and patent attorney oh, girl, I got all that for you I need I need an attorney I need I need a publicist you got me right here. What you talking about? Look, you know, I'm just saying. I, you know, I got to get on these on the circuit. I got to get on the mm-hmm. the circle. I got to get on the the avenues. I, I is this is so when you're thinking of a business, you just can't think of an open up a store in my on my no. neighborhood in the corner. You, you want to you want to design your of, whole marketing. This is a national brand. This is not a local. Brand. I'm not trying just to be in the local Whole Foods. I'm not trying to be in the local mom and pop grocery store. You know. So anyway. Yeah. Next level success. But my passion is this radio podcast thing. I'll do that for free. And I love that. So oh it's I, I tell people it's nothing wrong for having different passions. You're you're a multifaceted person. It's okay to do more than one thing. But you need to do make sure you can do one thing really, really well. Right. You know, you can work on more than one thing at a time, but you really have to dedicate to one thing and do it really well. Right. So, but you know, my outside of being the business mogul that I'm desiring to be, not desiring that you are, that I am, girl. Thank you for correcting my language, girl. You should already know I'm always stopping in the middle of thank your words. Thank you for words. correcting my language, and that's something I have, I have, I've been working on that more, and that's something I don't think people really understand. What you say and talk, you know, I'm gonna do it, but you know, this is, you we're up against this, or yeah, I, I, I have to train my, retrain myself because I was really good, but I'm retraining myself to really, really, and I slip, and you corrected me. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of everything because the universe don't know if you're saying it, if you meant it, if you're joking, or if you really believe, because that really is doubt. You can't be like. Yeah, I'm gonna do it, but not, mm-hmm. no, you, you literally you feel crazy. Crying means I'm in. Uh, it's it's a cycle of doing and not accomplishing. Right. You really don't have to not care about how people think you're crazy when you refer to yourself as if it already is. And people are like, oh, you you you're in Walmart. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, I am. And they go and look on the shelf. I don't see you, girl. You just keep looking. I'm it's in coming. there. No, no, no. It's not coming. I'm in there. Well, I'm in the process of doing. You no, know, you want to say in the part. I try to say I'm, I'm the there. Mist. <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, yeah, they understand it. But my whole thing is, no, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. 
And so, and I see it. I see it. I see it. I mean, I'm, I'm literally there, but I for mean, real. That's just, that's just like for me when I said I'm going to be speaking yeah. on major stages. Yeah. And all of a sudden I got this and I'm speaking at the Georgia World Congress Center right. with all these huge, yeah. huge, yeah. huge toot, heavy toot. hitters. Beep, beep, toot that horn, baby. Toot my horn. Toot, toot my horn all the way until May. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to keep tooting my horn even after May. Right, right. But, awesome. but yeah, yeah, life, you know, life is, it comes with, it comes with challenges. I don't like to say good and bad. Mm-hmm. It comes with challenges and lessons. Mm-hmm. And some challenges are far more <laughs> extreme <laughs> than others. <laughs> and, and and honestly, the 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 level of your challenge is based on you and your response to it and how fast you want to get out of it. And you can get caught up in this whole depression cycle thing like I did. Oh my gosh. And you'll stay there longer than what's necessary. Because here's the thing. There can be things that are meant for you that are destined for you. You can either speed it up coming to you or you can push it out further based on how you respond to whatever it is you're going through. And I know that I push some things out further. Oh, but they, oh, I'm, we on, we fast forwarding right now. That, that goes back to my, my, I don't know, I was about to say my book and I need to say it because I'm, I'm, I need to put it in the ranking. I've been saying this for my, my uh, motto, walk through your tunnel. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always say you can Walk either. Con- I like that. You can either continue if you you're going through a tunnel. And at the beginning of the tunnel, um, it's really small. That small light. You get in the middle of the tunnel. Everything is just like chaotic. You can either stop and turn around, right, or you can keep going. Keep on going. Because at the end of the tunnel, oh my god, it's a huge light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But if you continue to stop. And here's stop, the thing. If you go back, mm-hmm. you still going to eventually have to go through exactly. that tunnel. That's what I was going to say. You so you can spend going. a lot of time going back. You still are going to be faced with that tunnel. Mm-hmm. And you got to go through it. Right. That's good. That was good. I like that. I like I, that yeah, that's my, I always say walk through your tunnel. You know, I like when that. When you first get in that tunnel, it's, it's small. Yeah. You know, think about when you're driving through a tunnel. So you, and, and so you're pushing off what is meant for you mm-hmm. off. It could be your husband. It can be whatever, your business. And you're pushing it off further. It was meant for you. No, pastor one wrong. The psychic one wrong. Whomever had a word about you one wrong. You are holding it up. Period. So I gotta. I'm gonna I'm tell you. I, I can't tell the audience just yet. Okay. I had an idea that that. Um, yeah, yeah we're talking come, about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been. I just watched what time yeah. we've been talking for a long time. Yeah. Um. So. We're going to end that right here. Okay, so before we end, I'd like to end with a little advice, okay? Okay. If you had one advice that you can give our girlfriends mm-hmm. um, in the audience, our Her Brand girlfriends, mm-hmm. on keeping the faith, staying strong, mm-hmm. what um, advice would you give them about just, just continue having that faith? That just okay, let me strong? tell you what I believe is directly correlated with faith. Mm-hmm. Yourself worth how you value yourself if you begin to really see yourself for who you are and for like a lot of people see you if you begin to understand your value then you will understand that you were created to do more to have more to be more Mm -hmm. you would not settle you would not continually focus on what seems to be in this present reality and you will begin to focus on what it is that you desire and want and take actions to move towards it so i think self-worth self-value is directly correlated with your faith because if you know who you are and in the church world they say who you are mm-hmm. then you and know faith doesn't have to be still just church. no i'm just saying yeah. I'm, I'm just giving them a, a cliche that uh-huh. is known if you know who you are 
right based on your worth then you have no choice but to have faith and to know that it is literally yours it literally is existing see i believe in different realities i believe mm -hmm. in parallel realities it's already going on there you just gotta really go catch up to it right so when you value yourself and know your worth and who you are then you know you're supposed to have it and get it and you know you can do it it's already happening so just continue to self-love continue to work on yourself regardless of your status your relationship status, your job status, continue to work on yourself, that thing going on, work on yourself and continue to believe in yourself. Like you don't have to just talk to yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to shore yourself up. You got to stand in that mirror and you got to stop being lazy and do, you know, a lot of us are just really lazy. A lot of it, and we're lazy because we believe it's not going to happen. It's, it's, sub, it's subconscious programming mm -hmm. and we don't really believe and so we become, it's like a cycle. It's like self-fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So stop being lazy, understand your value, and know that faith comes easy when you know, yeah, I'm supposed to do this, I'm supposed to have this, I can. So you are that one. That's it, you that's, are that that's my last piece of advice. <laughs> Okay, so um, tell our girlfriends how they can find you on social media, okay, how they can stay so up to date when... Um, you can find me at Just Hashing It, the podcast on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Just Hashing It. We just hash it out. Um, we try to interview a lot of local ATL famous people. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you can find me at Just Hashing It on IG or Marla Pruitt. That's my name. Spell your last name. P-R-U-I-T-T-E. Okay. Pruitt with the E on the end. But it's, I think I changed my face. I didn't feel like creating a whole new IG. I just changed my personal IG to Just Hashing It. Uh, so look up Just Hashing It on IG. And uh, I'm on Facebook. I don't, you know, personally, I'm not, I don't have, I can't add anybody else, but I got to go create a fan page. Oh, girl. I told you my brand. I've been kind of yeah, having my own page. little show, talk show and everything for a while. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to create a fan page for the podcast. Mm -hmm. But so just look me at those two. My, just hashing is my baby. And I hope to see you guys over there. Leave comments when you sign up. Subscribe and hit that bell for notifications. <laughs> Okay, okay, ladies. Thank you again for joining us for another edition. Again, once again, for her brand, the Girl Talk Edition, where we talk success and not mess. Um, I look forward to joining you guys every single week on all of your favorite podcast um, platforms. And you know to follow us on Her Brand Girl Talks on all the platforms. You can also go to Create the Brand, which is my website, to find out more about me, your host, Kenyatta Gordon. And there's also a link in there for the podcast. Um, yeah, it was great speaking to you guys. And enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll see you guys next week. Remember, be intentional in every way of your life and your career.